This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Again, just trusting the guys in this locker room. I feel like it's a situation we've been in before and just using that previous experience that we have to, to carry us over. Bills quarterback Josh Allen uh, talking about the way forward here as the Bills are still on the outside looking in at the playoff picture, but they're in very good shape. They've done the hard part, winning the last two games against the Cowboys and the Chiefs. They've now got the Chargers this week, which, you know, I, I this has been a weird year, so like you <laughs> don't want to assume anything, I don't think, but um, Chargers-Patriots the next two weeks, it, it's, there, it's there for them. It's there for them, especially if they get the cooperation of either the Cowboys or the Ravens beating the Dolphins the next two weeks. We could be headed for a Week 18 AFC East Division title showdown in uh, South Beach. Should be fun. 803-0550 is the number. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shope is away for the rest of the week. Uh, we've had a lot of hockey in the first hour. That's fair game now at 803-0550. And certainly the Bills and their uh, their place in the standings and how you're feeling about them heading out to LA this week. Like I, I wonder, like I've had <laughs> I've had a I've had a, a rough year with my um my confidence level in them. I, I've I've said this a couple times and, and we'll get to calls here in short order. I just want to say this as a way to sort of like maybe, you know, springboard the conversation. Uh for me the year began, and, and really this has been consistent for me once the Bills got to Super Bowl contender status sometime in the 2020 season, at least for me anyway. There was a, a time in that season where we're like, all right, they, they, could, they could win it. They're, they're for real here. And, of course, they made the AFC title game uh, that season. From that point until really midway through or some point in this season – my uh, my fear of them letting us down and breaking our hearts, e- even with 13 seconds uh, f- worked in to the mix, I, I've been watching these games and going, eh, they got it. They got it. They're good. They got it. I'm not worried. E- even when they had that tough year in 21, losing all those close games, every one of those games, I'd be sitting there going, yeah, I got confidence in them. They're going to get it done. And that has been shaken this year to the point where – I was fully expecting the Chiefs to ruin uh, the Bills when they got the ball back uh, a couple Sundays ago. And, uh, you know, watching watching through my, you know, the fingers, hands across the face, uh, watching through my fingers, kind of horror movie thing. Um, that's how I've been feeling. And I don't like that. I, I like feeling like, you know, having confidence and not waiting for the sky to fall kind of thing. But um, this year has shaken that. And so... I'm not sure like if I got uh, if I've got a lot of company in that regard approaching these two games. Like what what has tripped up the Bills this year? It's been 
the Bronco game and a Patriots game and a Jets game and like just these games that you look at and go like, like to me, yes, there's frustration with how you lost to the Eagles, but speaking plainly, losing to the Eagles, there's no shame in that. There's no shame in losing to the Bengals when Joe Burrow is at the top of his game, which he was when you saw them, right? But these other losses against these teams that are, you know, maybe the equal of the Patriots and the Chargers have me a little, a little freaked out. Like I, I can't get all the way there. Like, Oh, of course they'll do it. Cause you know, this year has put us through a lot. So I'm wondering, like t- kind of thinking about taking the temperature of the fan base uh, on that front uh, as we move through the week might be a good idea. Rufus is first up this segment. Hi Rufus. Thanks for calling. You're on WGR. Hey, how you doing? Happy holidays. Same to you, man. Oh, I'm calling. Today I want to talk about the Bills and their Super Bowl chances. Now, this year reminds me of the 2007, I believe, Giants. They got into the playoffs as a wild card. That's the team. Great record. They went on a run, and that ended up being a magical Super Bowl year. I believe the way that the season has went on, you know, the Bills could easily be a 14-win team if you look at the losses that they took. Um, I just think this could be that year. They can go on the road. Who's in their way in the AFC? You know, Kansas City, we beat them. Miami, we beat them. You know, I believe we can go toe-to-toe with Baltimore, you know, and if we end up being in the Super Bowl, I believe we can beat San Francisco. We have that team. So, you know, I believe this is that year. They have the talent. They have the coaches. You know, it's set up to be that story. And I just hope this that year. I want to see what you guys think. Yeah, Rufus, I, I love that. I, I love the comparison. Um, and I don't know if you remember how well you remember that season. The, the Bills are a part of that uh, for the Giants. The way, the way I remember, it's late in the year. I, sh- I should look. Um, g- give me a sec. I'll keep talking and try to find it. Um, but it, it's late in the season, and I don't know how embattled the Giants were exactly. I, j- I just remember the vibe being very much like Tom Coughlin might be in trouble here. What was the vibe when the Giants came in? It was okay. It was week week sixteen. Um, so the Giants came in with a nine and five record. They had just lost to Washington the week before. I'm looking at their schedule from 2007, and the st- the stories I remember reading in you know, in the pa- remember the newspaper in the paper uh, was really like you know Coughlin has he lost this team? Has the message gotten stale? Are they going to need to you know make a change? You know maybe not unlike what we sounded like heading out of the Philadelphia game. Um, you know, the, the the big Ty Dunn piece and all that, and so much conversation about McDermott. There was that on Coughlin with the Giants in 07, late in 07. And they beat the Bills 38-21 to and then lost to New England in Week 17, barely. I mean, they gave New England a, a, a hell of a game to try to keep them from a perfect 17-0 season, or 16-0 season, excuse me, there weren't 17 games yet. Uh, but they lost 38-35, and then they went into the playoffs, and I've got it right here. On the road in Tampa, win 24-14. On the road in Dallas, win 21-17. On the road in Green Bay, win 23-20 in overtime, and then they won the Super Bowl 17-14 over those same Patriots who they'd lost to a few weeks prior to close out the regular season. So, yeah, you're, 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 you're speaking to me here with that comparison. Um, I, I think the coach under duress piece fits. 
Um, we'll see about the wild card. I mean, the Bills may end up having to go on the road um, beyond just one game if they win the division, but at least they might still get that one home game. Uh, but if they're a wild card, then yeah, you're talking about the road, and that's you know that that's an example of a team that you know was taken on water during the regular season, but got right and got in and went on and won the Super Bowl. So um, I, I like that. Thanks a lot for the call, Rufus. Really appreciate it. 803-0550 uh, is the number if you want to get in. Ryan is up next. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for calling. You are on the air at WGR. Hey, Bulldog. Um, now, listen, I, I hope I can articulate this clear, clearly to you because me too. It's, uh, it's a hot button for me personally. But I've been listening for a long time, and sometimes I'll hear people call in complain about uh, the Pagoulas and ownership. And listen, I get it. If you're paying paying for season tickets for the teams and buying merchandise and all that good stuff and things aren't right, you have a, you have a right to say what you want. Um, but I think, I think what people forget, you know, especially in 2023 where sports is literally all about the money, um, having a team in the first place is a bare minimum is something to be grateful for in Western New York, uh, let alone two teams. So, you know, I was born here, born and raised here. I work here. You know, I have family here. We surround around the Sabres and Bills. Um, I'm not going anywhere, and I hope the teams never do. So um, any any other owner could take this team if they wanted to to a bigger market and make multiples on what, what the Bagulas are doing. And not to mention, the football team is very good. Uh, the Sabres aren't, of course, and that's frustrating, and I get it. But, you know, the Pagoulas also have been going through hell the last few years, and I just I just think they deserve a little more credit than we give them sometimes. Well, I, I, I appreciate that sentiment, and they are, there are human beings there, and, um, you know, Kim Pagula's health challenges have been well-documented, and, you know, I, I definitely feel that. Um, but, boy, I, <sighs> Ryan, I, I got to tell you, I mean um, – just be grateful to have a team. Uh, that 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 just that's not going to work. <laughs> that, that, that is not that's not to me. That's not the way this works. Of course, I don't want the teams to ever go anywhere. Frankly, I'm really thinking about how prepared I am to say this. I, now it's going to seem like too dramatic, and if it's not amazing, I'm going to feel like a jackass. Um, I for me. I said earlier in the first hour, um, talking about the, the Sabres, like it feels like I'm watching something I love die. And like that that that's a real part of it. Like I want them to be good again because I don't want there to be eight thousand people in there on a Tuesday night to watch Columbus. I, whatever the number was. I don't know if I if I am I lowballing? Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it was around that. I don't know. I don't I want the building to be half full. I don't want it to feel like a depressing exercise. Uh, I don't want fans who pay for season tickets that don't have the financial wherewithal that the ownership has to feel like they're getting ripped off constantly. I don't want you to feel depressed driving down Washington Street and finding it too easy to find a place to park because no one's going. I don't want the team to circle the drain. And we've been watching it now for 12 years do that exactly. And my frustration, my plea, it's a plea. I don't know if it's a demand. I'm pleading. Please, please be good. 
please give hockey fans in this town something to believe in and root for. Because I, 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 don't, I don't say I feel like I'm watching something I love die lightly at all. And nor am I trying to be dramatic. I'm just trying to be honest. That's how it feels. I turn the game on and it's ESPN Plus exclusive and John Butchergross is here talking about great hockey markets in the United States like Detroit and Buffalo. And all I can see are Red Wings jerseys and empty blue seats. I worry about whether the team is going to be here for five more years, ten more years. Look, legitimately. I mean, think about the sustainability of that business model right now. The majority of the money they make is off of ticket sales. How can that possibly be going well? I mean, when's the last time you had consistently full buildings there? Is it right right when Eichel first gets here? I mean, it definitely predates the pandemic. I know that. Uh, certainly it absolutely bottomed out then. I mean, no fans for a while, and then eventually fans allowed. But, you know, those first few games I went to out of that, I mean, there was, I mean, it, it was like, what? I've seen bigger crowds at junior games uh, than what was in the arena. I worry about the future of the team in all of this. And I don't know that, that that's it's it's right to worry about it, but when you turn on a team you love and it's a home game and you can hear the players swearing at one another on TV because the crowd is so sparse, I worry about it. When, when I've got friends who go to everything that they can possibly go to that are telling me, oh, another game I'm watching the third period in a bar. Like they paid their money, they went, and they left to watch the third period somewhere else. They got tired of paying, you know, 80 bucks a round for beers. When, like, that, like that's the state of things, yeah, I, I worry about it. So, like, look, yes, there are people involved there, and, um, you know, Terry and Kim have had personal challenges. And I, I don't want to be crass about any of that. Uh, I, you know, l- like to be sympathetic and human about it. But the business is flailing, flailing, all caps, not failing. I don't know about failing. It is they're flailing and failing. Not a good place to be. So, like, my frustration with them, like, you know, 9 to 4 to Columbia, yeah, you know, okay, whatever. <laughs> the big picture really worries me. Re- I mean, really worries me. Because I don't know how plugged into any of it they are. People who are there all the time tell me they haven't seen Terry around the rink at all. I mean, I don't know. I think it's fair to wonder if they wanted to make a change after just giving Granado a contract extension, whether they could. Because I, I don't know. There have been, been a lot of bodies on that fire getting paid for not working there. And maybe that's just maybe it's just going to be the end of it. And we're just going to ride this out for months, and then I, then I, then what? So I mean, that's if it needs to be explained uh, to that extent, you know, there you go. Like to me, like I, sure, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like watching the team lose. Uh, I love that team, and to see them just 
sort of spinning their wheels endlessly. Uh, it, 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 it hurts me. It, it does. I mean, I'm not physically hurt, but it, it hurts. 803-0550 is the number. Bills, Sabres, I don't know, therapy. Hmm. Uh, lines are open. Sal Capaccio coming up in about 15 minutes uh, on the Bills day as they get ready to go to L.A. to play the Chargers. Uh, so that's what we got. Paul, Paul Hamilton, by the way, at six too. So, uh, but lines are open here. You want to get in? Love to have you. Mike Shope is away today. I'm the Bulldog. You're listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 